take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Were you rushing or were you dragging? Gentlemen, welcome to Fight Club. First rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. Second rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. Here we go. Welcome back to Movie Matrix. As always, my name is Jordan. We got Matt. Konnichiwa. We got my dad. What's going on? Also known as David. Today we're kind of doing a basic episode with a new segment. Um, I think it's new. I don't think we've done anything like it before. So, I think so. Um, today we're going to be doing a recommended caution. That's how, that's how we're going to start out. And then we're going to do a underrated segment where we bring movies, actors, actresses, something in the film industry that we think is underrated. Um, and maybe they can give some light to some things some movies some actors that you should go see the filmography or whatever um but we're going to do that after recommended caution so if you don't care about those you can just get past that i guess but that'll be what we do last so yeah if you don't want to hear us recommend anything just skip ahead um so who wants to go first in the recommends and or cautions or i guess recautions i'm warning you uh, yes that's awesome is this bad is this bad no don't like that. Shut, shut your, shut your mouth. Crickets. Nobody's saying anything. I'll go I'll, if you don't want to. I was gonna say I'll go. Go first. ahead. Okay. <clears throat> um, let's talk Avatar for a minute. Okay. Um, this could come up in underrated movies later. I'm just kidding. I think it's pretty rated. <laughs> um, but uh, not the first Avatar. I went to the theater and I saw Avatar: The Way of Water the other night. Um, and let's just get this out of the way right now. People have spent the last. 13 years crapping on Avatar basically since it came out because it's, yeah, it's a very simple overrated story with incredible effects and that's what it became so, um, so famous for. Um, and James Cameron is a filmmaker who feels like he has to change the landscape of cinema every time he picks up a camera. And I respect that for him and um, I kind of wish he did he's all in on avatar movies now i mean he spent like 12 years making the first avatar he spent 13 years making the second one the second one was done filming like four years ago but they've still been working on i mean it's just he's basically committed his entire life to avatar for the last 20 years and he will for the next 20 years probably um if he stays around that long i don't know but um anyway avatar to the way of water which i don't i think the way of water is kind of a dumb title i don't know about you guys but Anyway, it follows um, Sam Worthington and Zoe Saldana from the original film, and kind of the same thing as the original. Their homeland is in danger again from, they call them sky people, evil military men from Earth. Um, you get Stephen Lang back. Uh, he died in the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah. You get Stephen Lang back, who, Stephen Lang, who is cloned as an avatar now. He comes back as an avatar and him and a few other douchey military guys and they're, they're all cloned as avatars and they are, they're basically their mission is to infiltrate, um, Pandora to basically take out Jake Sully, like take out, you know, cause they, Jake Sully's a traitor, this and that, they hate him. Stephen Lane's got such a hard on for killing Sam Worthington in this movie. That's all he thinks about. That's all he cares about. Um, that's basically the plot of the movie. I didn't know anything about this film going in besides it being the sequel to Avatar. Um, and right out of the bat, right off the gate, you're, you're going to know this movie is absolutely stunning. I mean, like it's, it's one of the most gorgeous films you will ever and probably have ever seen. Um, I got about an hour into the movie and I kept thinking to myself, I can't even begin to comprehend. My brain can't even comprehend how they made this movie, you know, like how they actually filmed it, how it was actually done. Um, so meticulous. Oh yeah. I saw an interview with him last night. I can't even imagine. I heard something that it took 48 to 72 hours for every single frame Mm -hmm. in the movie. So I understand why production was wrapped four years ago, but they've been working on it ever since. I get that now, especially considering the movie is three hours and 12 minutes long. Um, Anyway, it's stunning. It's beautiful. It's some of the most incredible stuff you've ever seen. I'm glad I watched it on the big screen because I thought if I don't watch it now on the big screen, I don't know if I ever will, and I don't know if I'll appreciate it as much if I just watch it at home. So um, anyway, like I said, that's the basic plot of the story. Um, they, The evil military men now dresses now 
dressed as avatars, you know what I mean, cloned as avatars. Um, they try to blend in with the Navi people, but they're they're wearing full camo, carrying AKs and stuff. It's like you can clearly tell they're not <laughs> they're not natives. Um, anyway, they show up and um, attack uh, Sam Worthington's family, and they have to escape, and they have to go to a place. Uh, they have to go to a section of Pandora, which is inhabited by water people so they have to learn you guessed it the way of water so um that's the gist of the movie and they spend a long time swimming about um learning how to breathe in the water learning how just just stick sticking their toes in the water they spend a long time just Messing around in the water, doing this, doing that, um, all kinds of stuff. And after a while, this movie made me feel like this film felt like a beautiful painting to me. Like when you look at a gorgeous painting for the first time, you think, wow, this is this is incredible. And then after you stare at it for about two hours, you think, OK, I'm kind of I'm kind of kind of bored by this. Let's let's move on. You know, it's kind of how um, I felt about the first one. <laughs> so that's and that's basically how this one is. I was never really engaged by the story because, again, it's a simple, straightforward, basic story, as a, same as the first one. Um, I was never really engaged by the story, and I was never really engaged by the characters. Um, but I was always engaged visually because there's always something to look at, even if you weren't really engaged by the story. Um, and I will say the last 45 minutes or so of the film is it picks it up quite a bit. It's, very, it's thoroughly entertaining. There's a lot of good action sequences. There's a lot of... Um, Interesting stuff there. Um, beyond that, though, this is a soft recommend for me because, like I said, it overstays its welcome hard. It's about 30 minutes too long because, like I said, they spend a lot of time doing virtually nothing in the water. Um, but, again, it's beautiful, gorgeous, incredible looking. Um, I was just never really engaged to any of the characters or the story and didn't really wrap me in. Um, however, the last 40 minutes or so was very entertaining. But um, beyond that, it's an hour and a half of like, okay, we're, we're doing this, I guess. That's basically it. So that's that's my thoughts and feelings on Avatar 2. What are you, what are you going to Yeah, Like I said, it's kind of a soft recommend. I can't... I mean, it's not really a recaution because I don't think there's like bad stuff in it. It's just stuff that didn't necessarily grab me. Um, so I'm going to give it like a soft recommend. A soft one. Okay. That's where I'm at. Where are you guys at? What, what do you guys got now? I will go with stay. With, we're close to Christmas. We'll go with Christmas theme on this one. I'm going to go with Black Christmas 1974. I've never seen the original. I saw that god awful remake. I have not seen the remake. I've only seen the original. Um, yeah, I mean, this is to me, it's a good movie. Uh, I think it's got a cult following. Uh, definitely slasher, slasher movie, Christmas time, you know that type of thing. Um, to the I know. I knew two of the actors, actresses in it. There was Olivia Hussey and uh, Margot Kidder, play play sorority sisters. Um, basically, uh, there's a party at the sorority house, and a guy sneaks in and just ends up staying. And uh, eventually, the girls start getting uh, phone calls, menacing phone calls, threatening phone calls, and eventually, they just start disappearing. Uh, getting killed, taken out, whatever. Um, very, this, I thought this, I thought this film, was, the film was done really well. Uh, the way they played it, uh, you know, you, nobody kind of, especially in the movie, they don't know what's going on. Why, why, why are these people disappearing? What's going on? The cops don't know what's going on. Finally, they figure out, the it's cops got, never do. It finally <laughs> figure out, it's got very much, uh, uh, oh, what's that movie? Uh, when a stranger calls vibes. Oh yeah. Because the dude's in the house the whole time. And that's how he's able to take him off, you know, take him out so easy. It's 74, yes, spoiler, but, you know, if you haven't seen it by now, come on. Um, <laughs> I just said I hadn't seen it, David. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, yeah, uh, very. I, I, I recommend this one. It's, 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 a, it's a good watch, uh, if you, especially if you like slasher movies. Um, pretty good acting in it. Uh, the story was really good. Uh, I don't know what to say about it. I, I I recommend this one. Yeah, I've heard it's got a it's got it's got a bit of a cult following, and um, I've heard pretty good things about it. I don't know. It's just one of those I never never got around to. But my my I enjoyed it. Now. I enjoyed it. I mean, like I said, it's got very much the when a stranger calls type vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that. If, I don't. Remember, I think that came came out after this, so 
it was it was different. I think it was based on uh, like an urban legend, like uh, uh, something that might have actually happened. Oh, probably uh, up in Canada. And so, uh, yeah, that that even makes it even better for me. So there you go. Okay. Well, cool. Cool beans, Jordan. What um, you got? So I'm gonna go with the. 1954 Creature from the Black Lagoon. Um, oh, man. I bought all those monster movies. Um, you know, all the... All, all the old those, Universal ones Yeah, Universal stuff. monster movies. And my son, who is now 11, um, has really liked them. Because, I mean, yeah, I guess they're technically horror, but they're pretty not horror, not really. really yeah. I mean, maybe back then they were scary, but yeah. now it's pretty ridiculous. I yeah. mean, I, I, they're still good. But anyways, he we watched a couple of them, and he... We, we wanted to watch. I don't know which one I wanted to watch, but I pushed for a creature from Black Lagoon. I've never seen it. He was talking like Dracula or something like that. You have seen that? Yeah, I mean, we watched like, it. They watched it over here. Um, but creature from Black Lagoon. Um, it is extremely good, actually. I'm going to yeah. recommend this. It's not. It's now if you're new and you're younger, and I, I'm I'm 27, so I'm youngish. But if you're like under 27, you might not love this if you don't like older movies. It is campy. <laughs> It's only an hour, 19 minutes long, so it's it, not that bad. It's black so and white. It may not be the movie to win people over yeah. to watch it's, older movies. It's no avatar the way it looks, you know? <laughs> and so, but it is done well. They've got, basically, these scientists find a fragment of a creature, and they try to go find them, and they have they want to, and they want to capture them and bring them back for studying. That's course, the whole gist yeah. of the movie. I mean, it's done. it's been done before, but... Like the but, shape of water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think they're actually they're looking for... Uh, uh, they're looking for skeletons and stuff like that, but yeah. then they run it. They actually find this creature. It's yeah, alive. They find like this little, either claw or something mm-hmm. that is fossilized, and so they think, and they find it, and they see it, and they're like, well, maybe we can find more like it. And so this, and they try to find. They don't know what it is. They just try to find, like you said, more of it, and then they end up. This creature is in black lagoon. He's lurking. Well, this creature f- falls in love pretty much. I mean, he like <laughs> he sees the woman, kind of a King Kongy thing. He sees a woman and he's like, "Gotta have her," and so is that what he said? pretty much he doesn't speak, but it is um, it is practical, obviously, um, because CGI wasn't a thing. And and I remember did the the the, uh, the did the creature effects and everything hold up pretty well? I oh, think yeah, they do. They I mean, do. you can t- obviously really I haven't well. seen it in probably ten. years. It's an obvious suit, really well. But they're obviously underwater. Like they don't have a way not to be underwater. So yeah. he's this dude is swimming in the suit. Well, maybe not swimming. He's probably getting propelled. And they, but, and they got the gills moving. I mean, the whole yeah, it, it yeah. all looked legit. They do a couple things that I think are strange, as far as like they do. You can obviously see that they've used the exact same frame a couple times. Mm-hmm. Like, they show them breathing yeah. the same way like six times. That's okay. I mean, it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's probably yeah. it's probably do good money. It's probably difficult to yes. go back and refilm that. Yeah. It's probably the guy going, I can't go back in. Yeah. I can't go back in. We're saving money that way, but it has a really good story. It um it moves along pretty good. They. The, he's really a menace, kind of. I mean, he's just he, all he really wants is just her, but obviously she doesn't want to go with him. He wants love. Yeah, yeah. he's he just he's just dumbfounded by her, kind of. And the way this movie ends up going, I think it's got a pretty good ending. It um, it's got all the people obviously trying to catch him, and he's trying to get away. But he's not trying to get away; he's just trying to try to get to her and trying to get caught at the same time. They kind of find where he dwells outside of the water and like this cave thing. I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. I had never seen it uh, out of all the Universal monsters. I've seen pretty much all of them except this one. And so when he wanted to watch one, I said, "Let's watch this one." wasn't sure about it. My wife hates these. Um, so she's not a fan of black and white movies, is she? She's not a fan of like the older, over the top acting. So yeah. Black and white doesn't really like get creature her. features or anything. Yeah, black and white's fine, but it's like the when you get old enough, it's very over the top, and they do that yeah, in this some too. Some of them can so. be, yeah. But I really like creature um, features, and I want to go back as far as almost you can um, and watch one that's because they made they made a lot of movies like this since. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, this, like even do you guys watch the Invisible Man? Yeah, the original and Dino Devante. Love that. Well, that was a that's almost a masterpiece in the way they filmed it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it that is, is yeah. ridiculous. We were, I was watching my this is completely different. Obviously, was, I watched my wife and my son, and and I was like, Emma, they're making him invisible without CGI. They don't have it. Like they had to do certain things. Mm-hmm. She goes, How? I was like, Well, either this, and I was like, It's pretty amazing. It actually. really is. Yeah, the stuff they were able to do because you had to get you have to get so. Uh, imaginative and inventive back especially then. like nearly a hundred years ago I yep. can't even comprehend again yep. I can't, my, my pea brain can't even comprehend how they were able to pull that off because you don't have CGI just to back up on you gotta do practical you gotta make you know mm-hmm. so and they do really good in this I mean I thought it was very 
very good to watch. Interesting to watch those people actually under because they're actually underwater. I mean, they're probably mm-hmm. being propelled by something. You know, I'm not sure he can actually move in that suit very well. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's just horrible to be in. I would imagine. Um, but it was good, and I, I would definitely recommend it um, if you like those type of movies. Um, like I said, it's been done since, like a creature wants a girl. I mean, King Kong did it first, I guess technically. Yeah. Um, but this is on a smaller scale and in the water, so you know. Um, I definitely watch, especially if you like those type of That's movies. That's cool. Is it streaming anywhere, just out of curiosity? Or did you just happen to have the, I have the box it. set? I have the whole box set of it all. You can watch it on Prime for four bucks. So, so I don't think you can watch it anywhere. I got you. As far as like that. I would just recommend buying the monster movie thing. You yeah, can buy no it on doubt. 4K right now for like 70, but I think mm. if you buy the Blu ray, it's like 30. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. And you get like eight movies, you get all of them. That's yeah. cool. That's what I did. So. That's cool. Look at you recommending stuff from the 1950s, man. It's good. You're a jack of many trades. Um, do you guys want me to give something bad or good? You know, I don't care. Garbage or it's up to you. Okay. Man. I, I'm gonna give something pretty garbage like next. I think so. I, I'll give something garbage then to start. Do you guys ever start watching a movie? Do you guys ever watch a movie and then you're mad at yourself for wasting your time on said movie? One out of three times. One out of three times. You have it calculated. So I was flipping through. I think. Um, I think HBO Max. Um, I don't remember. I was flipping through some streaming service and. I don't even know why I landed on this film. I remember thinking, oh, I watched this movie when it came out. I thought it was kind of funny. Let's watch it again. And it's been 14 years since it came out. I'm talking about superhero movie from 2008 when spoof movies were all the rage. Did not like that one. (coughs) Yes. This is the Drake Bell film. Did Um, not like that one. So Drake Bell, fresh off Drake and Josh. Are any of those good, though? Um, I mean, like, don't, don't count... Don't be counting scary movies. I was going to say. I'm talking about like disaster movie. <laughs> All of those. None of those no. were good, right? Yeah, I mean, if I'm being are, honest, no. if I'm being honest, I think. Because scary movies are kind of funny, I think. I think scary movie. I think all of them have a few pretty good laughs, but I think like four and five and three, four and five are pretty terrible. One and two are good, yeah. Um, but uh, now they're all dumb AF, but I think they're all pretty funny. And then you get into your Meet the Spartans, your epic movie, your disaster yeah. movie. If we're being honest, they're all god awful. Yeah, um, and superhero movies no different. <laughs> I, on the bright side, really the only positive I have about this movie, it's like seventy five minutes long. I didn't have to waste much of my day, but after I watched it, I went, I hate myself. Why did you watch this? But yeah, it's basically a riff on Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy. Um, you have Drake Bell playing Rick Riker, um, <laughs> a uh, nerdy high school kid who gets bit by a radioactive dragonfly. Um, and you have Christopher McDonald uh, of Happy Gilmore fame, a.k.a. Shooter McGavin, playing yep. the um, Norman Osborn type character, and he becomes, I don't remember what his name is, let me look. His name is Lou Landers in the film. Um, and you get Leslie Nielsen, who's in all these spoof movies. Um, I respect that guy, though. I mean, he, he'll do anything he's, for a paycheck. He's been doing that since he was. Yeah. Yeah. Airplane, yeah. I mean. Yeah, he's been at it for a long time. And he, you know, and you guys notice Leslie Nielsen has looked 72 years old for 40 years. Long yeah. time. Is that just me? Yeah, dead yet. Uh, I, I don't think he's dead. I don't sorry. know. I, I haven't seen anything. Hey, you're oh, dead. I'm I would, sorry. I would think he, he would be. He died in 2010. Yeah. Okay. I was so. going to say, I think he would be. Yeah, he died. years old. Yeah, he died in 2010. Uh, yeah, this movie's terrible. Um, it's just, like I said, it, it made me laugh a couple of times, if I'm being honest with I you I remember guys. some things about it, and it's like kind of gross on the stuff they do. So. Yeah, I mean, just like any spoof movie, it's just a bunch of gross-out gags and potty humor and stuff. I mean, some of it works, some of it's just so, just so painfully dumb. Kevin Hart plays Drake Bell's best friend, who plays a high oh, schooler. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Kevin Hart is in high school in 2000. I think he had three kids at this time when this filming, so, but he's pulling off a high schooler. Um, like I said, it's got a couple of good jokes and stuff. I don't know why I watch superhero movie, but Wait, are kids around? <sighs> I don't think so. I hope not. Good lord. <laughs> okay, oh, so. it was on TV. It's probably since in a bit, but no, I think I watched it on streaming somewhere. Never mind. So it wasn't. It wasn't edited. But um, did you guys watch the new Into the Spider Verse trailer? I did. Yep. Did you see that that Spider Man is in it from superhero movie? I'm not kidding. No, the, the dragonfly. Yes, I I, I saw a so. After it was over, you know, people are crazy and have no life. Yeah. And they went frame by frame and they Break took, down and they took pictures. And he was right beside him. That's it wild. looks like him. Now, it's not confirmed. <laughs> but it's a green suit. looks just like him. That would be wild. They've got that one. they got 29 on, obviously. They've got the one from the Spider-Man game. They've got, like, the Japanese ones in it. Like, all, you knew they were going to do this. But, like, I thought that was wild that they're going to bring in. That makes it canon. <laughs> If that's if that's true, that's if time. that's true, I don't know. Where do you bring that, that movie up after I just saw that yesterday? But. That's wild. That's wild. Um, 
Yeah, they better have Drake Bell voicing him if they have. I mean, he. <laughs> I don't think anybody's d- getting Drake Bell right now for anything. So he's uh, ki- he's kind of in trouble true. for he's underage kinda, girls. Kinda so oh, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was oh. he got in trouble for courting, just like Ezra Miller has been. So. Oh, I didn't. What's know up that. with these Hollywood types? It's like you're Drake Bell. You can get someone above eighteen. You would think, but whatever. <laughs> oh, maybe you can't. I don't, don't know. know. Being a perv, Drake. Like just, anyway. Anyway. Anyways, well, how, are you, you, you cautioning? Sorry, this is yeah. This is a, brought that back in my head because weird that I watched that thing yesterday. I appreciate you sharing that with me. That's weird. I did not know that. Um, yeah, I'm gonna caution this. Obviously, it's it's, <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. It's um, horrible. Yeah. Like I said, What's there's it really, on there's really nothing redeeming about. It. Let me see what the IMDb I think score is. disaster movie is the le- is a number one worst movie on IMDb. It's got like a one point one. Yeah, it's pretty I, bad. It's either that or um, Epic Movie. It's one of the two. They have the worst on IMDb. This is wildly high. 4.6. That is high, actually. Scary Movie 5 has a 3.5. Um, I think Disaster or Epic. It's one of the two. have like a one point something. Yeah. I or a two right. something. I think you're right. Um, Anyways. I also was going to tell you guys that I read an article yesterday. It said Avatar 3 right now is nine hours long. Oh, my gosh. Just stop it, James Cameron. I mean, I don't Good think th- I don't think it's on the cutting floor yet. But even if you cut that in half, <laughs> it's like make three movies at that point. I mean, make three three-hour movies instead of making two four and a half. Yeah. Oh, it's not like Lord of the Rings, it, please. It I don't care does that much. Not need to be that long. <laughs> anyway, I mean, sorry, I know that's a tangent. I don't get it, but uh, nine anyway, hours. if you're in the mood for a spoof movie, watch Airplane or The Naked Gun or something. Don't watch or like anything. <laughs> Naked Gun two and a half. Yeah, Naked there's Gun thirty three and a third. Watch. There's a ton of better spoof uh, movies than this. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead, something. There's, like, there's, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, meet the Spartans. I mean, come on. I actually, I think you own that. I don't <laughs> yeah, think I, I bought do it. own that. I have the unrated Pit of Death edition. Nice. <laughs> anyway, it's bad too. Anyway, sorry. David, <laughs> hey, you give us something good or bad, whatever you want to feel. Uh, something that I've, I've watched, probably more times than I should. Uh, we're gonna go with the Thirteenth Warrior. I've never seen this. Is little this? little Antonio Banderas. I've never heard of this. You've never heard of this? I don't think so. Oh my Thirteenth Warrior. Goodness. When did this come out? Oh, I don't even remember. Okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> I can look it up real quick. Let's see. Um, this is takes place. Uh, I don't remember when it takes place. Um, it's back like when the Vikings were huge, you know. Mm, and, gotcha. Um, you mean the Minnesota Vikings? Yes. Or, the, well, okay. that was that was a while back. Yeah. Um. They were never huge, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of this. You never heard of this? Really? I've, I've heard of it. I've never seen. Oh, I've it. seen the art. I've seen the cover before. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Why is Antonio Banderas got, got a sword?" Came out in '99. Mm, yeah, yeah, it feels like a '99 movie. Um. Anyway, uh, Antonio Banderas is a Muslim who travels around. He's a uh, He's good with words, uh, that type of thing. Uh, he's more of like an ambassador type person. Mm-hmm. Um, and they end up, he gets in trouble somehow with uh, because of uh, like Yashik's daughter or something. I don't know what it was. I can't remember. But anyway, he ends up coming across these, these Vikings and they take him in and kind of, uh, you know, they're at a party and he's trying to, they don't understand each other's language, but they kind of understand, you know, What's going on at the time? The Vikings are actually having a funeral for their king, and they invite him in. And uh, while they're there, word comes that another Viking settlement is having trouble with a what they assume is a dragon. And so they speak with their like a royal dragon. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know what kind of world we're in right that's, now. That's what they're thinking because no, this is like back just back in the. Like a mafia the dragon. Back in the days, no, this is way back when, um, and uh, probably like fourteen, fifteen hundreds, whatever. Uh, so they speak with their witch doctor chick, whatever she is, and she does her little thing with the the bones and the and the bowl and everything. She says, "Okay, what you have to do is you have to send thirteen. So vivid. You have to send thirteen warriors. Oh, to I see to where the title f- comes in f- now. Yeah, there you go. To fight this thing, twelve of them have to be Vikings, and one of them has to be a foreigner." A Muslim. Enter Antonio no, just Banderas. Foreigner. Just a foreigner, and he happens to be the only foreigner Zero. there. Right? He happens to be my favorite foreigner. <laughs> right. So not mine. <laughs> that's interesting. Um. So he gets recruited. He really doesn't want to go. Wants nothing to do with it. But he gets recruited. Uh, and so they head out in their boat, and of course they gotta gotta take on the seas and all that good stuff. And he's definitely not into that. You know, he's never been probably on a boat in his life. Um. But along the way, he like I said, he doesn't know their language. He doesn't know what they're saying. They're talking about him, making fun of him, all you know, all this other stuff. 
but he's really good with languages. And as they travel, he eventually picks up on what they're saying, and eventually he can talk to them their language. And so we get around a whole lot of <laughs> awkwardness pretty quick because of that. So mm-hmm. that's good. So they see that. finally talk to each other. They get to this new. They get to this uh, to this settlement. Uh, a lot of their people have been wiped out. They're killed. Um, and they keep saying there's a dragon that comes down from the mountain and well, that'd be cool. And they're attacking us and that's what's going on. So these 13 warriors kind of take over and they're like, okay, well, next time they come, we're going to, we're going to hit them as hard as we can. We're going to fight them and see what happens. Um, first couple of nights they get attacked. Uh, and what's really cool is that as you see this thing coming off the mountain, kind of looks like a serpent um i don't know if i should spoil this or not this is 99 i never heard of it i don't care what you do. okay so we'll go ahead and spoil a little bit um it turns out what it is is a bunch it's a bunch of they're called like a bear clan so it's it's actual people but they're carrying torches in the night when they always attack at night and so when they're coming off the mountain it looks like a serpent Boo. but it's actually men on horses but they're Sad for this being like 1400s, these are very Neanderthal type men. They're very they live in a cave. Um, there's they live in a cave. There's there's a queen, and uh, whatever she says, they do. It's again, like us, it's very, (laughs) it's very you know, Neanderthal type. I mean, they're just they they take orders, that type of thing, and they're very brutal. And so, they keep attacking this, this settlement, killing. Killing, killing people, taking what they want, and then heading back up into the mountain. Well, these 13 warriors decide, well, it's not going to work if they keep coming and attack us. We've got to take the fight to them. And so then they take the fight up into the cave and try to battle through all these different guys. I mean, it's just, it's, there's a lot of fighting, a lot of really good fighting, a lot of cin- good cinematography. I think the story's pretty good. I don't know that it has a, gr- a really good rating. It doesn't. But it's one of those things that you pretty just have mixed. to watch. It's really, yeah. it's really actually pretty good. Um, I recommend this one yeah. um, because of the fighting, because of the story itself. I was, it actually kept me intrigued the entire time. I mean, there was no boring parts in this movie, and uh, all the way to the end, uh, there's sacrifice. There's, there's, I don't know, just great fighting. It just, it's just. A, I think it's a pretty good movie. Um, like I said, it's not high rated. Maybe that's six point six. But you really should oh. check it out. I mean, I own it. You own it. I do. Of course I do. Um, what a flex. Yep. Seen it. Seen it quite a few times. I'm not sure where else you could see it. I didn't look that uh, far I think up. you have to rent it. I mean, that's okay. the only way I can, I can see it. Yeah. I, thought, I can see that. Like those 99 movies that are kind of like people yeah. don't really don't know much about, yeah. meaning me, they seem to be like rent for they're $2.99. Hard to find. Yeah. 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 They're, they're like hard to find. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I, I recommend this. I would check it they out. They made a Blu-ray for this? Uh, I don't know. I think, I know there's DVD, but I don't know if there's Blu-ray. So that's why I just looked this up. I didn't realize this is a John McTiernan movie after yep. he's fresh off Predator. Not really. That's like 12 years ago. <laughs> yeah. but Super fresh. But yeah, I would I would recommend it just even if you just see it once. I mean, it's it's it's, not, it's pretty good. Pretty good watch. Michael Crichton, who wrote Jurassic Park, wrote the novel for this film. Uh, the novel is called Eaters of the Dead. Yep, that's pretty cool. How do you go wrong with how do you go wrong with Crichton, man? Yeah, with Thirteenth Warrior. Yeah, so. I don't know. They're like, let's let's make it more generic sounding. Thirteenth Warrior. Boom. Um. Okay, so recommending that. I'm going to talk about a newish movie. It came out last year, um, 2020. What's this year? 2022. Um, <laughs> almost last year. And it's The Invitation. Mm-hmm. Um, this is starring... I feel like there's several movies called The Invitation. Still haven't watched Natalie Emmanuel, um, who is Fast and Furious and Game of Thrones. Um, oh, the beautiful British girl. Yeah, she's not Cypher. She's the other one in Fast and Furious. Cypher's... Um, Charlie's there, and she's the uh, other Ramsey. hacker, Ramsey. Yeah, and then you got Thomas Doherty, which I don't know what he's from. He's beautiful. I mean, he's meant to be. A, he's meant to be. So he's beautiful. He's just like he, he's just perfect looking. You know, anyways. this came out in theaters back in August. I yeah, think. we there didn't was watch like nothing in out in theaters for a while. Um, and then Sean Pertwee, who is um, in Gotham. So that's right. Yeah. Anyway, so this movie is not good. Um, and I think it could be better because we watched. So I rented it from Redbox. Mm-hmm. Um, I told him I was like, I don't think it's gonna be any good, but I want to watch it. I don't know. There's something about it that I like because it's about vampires, um, and oh, I like I vampires. Well, it's in the trailer, so and I don't like vampires. I saw the trailer. <laughs> well, in the invitation, the eyes are stakes. 
So, you know, um, clever, (laughs) clever stuff (laughs) anyways. And so I was like, let's watch it. Well, I didn't realize there's two versions. There's a theatrical and there's an unrated. Ooh. And what'd you go with? Well, I only got theatrical and it was PG 13 and needed to be our, so it's a pretty watered down version. So yeah. So this movie's, I think they made a PG thirteen so it could make more money and it didn't make it much didn't make money. any money. I I I told Emma I kind of want to watch it again, but not really. I want to watch Unrated to see if it's better. Yeah. But I don't want to waste my time again. So, anyways, um, okay. it's an hour forty five. So it's a little long for a bad movie. The gist of this movie is um her name in this movie is just Evie um or Evie. I think it's Evie. It's Evie, and she doesn't have anything going for her. She's um just she's like a waitress that, in a pretty high end place. She's like selling hors d'oeuvres you know it's, just, mm. it's not like you know what I mean like she's getting that kind of stuff she's like yeah, yeah. I don't even know what she does like really. a Michelin star restaurant yeah, yeah, she's yeah. At. I got you five or four and a half stars and so um, she has nothing going for her she's like I want to find family I don't have any family that lives here and so she does like this thing and, it, and this is not explained it just gets she just does it it's like an ancestry thing she finds that she is an ancestor to a like prince in England. Mm. And she's like, whatever, cool. You know, well, the next day or two, he contacts her. Because I guess that if you, this is kind of strange, if you do it, it mess, it like alerts them that you've done it, the, your, your family. So they can like contact you, which I don't think is right. But anyway, so he does. He's like, hey, I'm actually in the States, but you know, in a, in a British accent. And he goes, can I. Can we meet and so we can so we can like you could you know, be giving us your British accent there. I don't have a good one and so let's meet over a very expensive lunch. So they do and of course she can't afford it and she's, he's like I'll do it and everything. He's like I want you to meet everybody. She's like I don't. She's like, I don't have any family. She's like, It'd be really cool. He goes How about this weekend? Just come fly back with me to this wedding. A complete stranger, by the mm-hmm. way. Yeah. And he's they like just met right. Just met like and by the way this is not but they are not the same race either. Like he's a white dude. And she's a black woman. Oh. And so it's like, I get that they it can be ancestors, but it's kind of strange from there. I think she's like, I, I you was know thinking what? like human race. No. I'm like, what are you talking like, about? Well, technically, yes. <laughs> okay. um, as you get into it. And so it's like, they kind of like, she's like, okay. <laughs> no deliberation. She's down. Her friend kind of does the get out thing. She's like, you better not go. Don't go. They're going to kill mm-hmm. you. They're going to make you sex slaves. Yeah. Kinda like, kinda like, yeah. They don't even say that, but kind of the same thing. <laughs> I was thinking of Lori She gets there. Flyer there. There's a wedding. Um, the just you could tell the heart throb of this movie is this other dude. He's just like cut. Mm-hmm. His face is like his jawline is crazy. Like my wife was all she was talking about the whole time was how <laughs> good looking he was. And I was like, that's great because she's pretty looking herself. <laughs> and so, but you could tell, you know, he's a vampire. And so, um, <laughs> like, there's something up with this. You're pretty vampiric. There is. You go on. It's so boring, man. They go on like <laughs> there's this thing where she's like, oh, you're hot. You know, I want to be with you. But he's the he's the groom. Oh, oh so he's oh. the one getting married. And so this is on the trailer, by the way. Plot twist. The, the trailer gets the yeah. whole movie away. So I'm going to tell you everything. I've seen the trailer. Oh, so, yeah. I haven't seen the trailer. I haven't seen the trailer. So the, but things are happening around the mansion. Big mansion. English mansion. Big manor. And like a Princess Diana kind like of Like a real big mansion. Like they, <laughs> they don't explain this either. Their wealth. Well, he, these random maids are numbered one through six. And if you pull the wrong number, you have to go. If your number gets pulled, you have to go clean the library. And the library is where they dwell, I guess, because they all die in the I'm library. Like, what's in the library? But in the PG-13 version, you don't see anything. Like, you just see them die off camera. So it's like, I know that sounds bad, but it's like, I would have preferred to see something like... I just want to see death. Death's awesome. And, but you see, like, you'll see, like, stupid blood spatter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they do it across the movie three or four times. They hook up a couple... T- uh, she, he's the groom. And she just hooks up with him. And I don't know if she knows he's the groom, but we know. Yeah. So, and then you find out that he... Brought her as the bride. She's the bride now. Oh. That's in the trailer. Just letting you know. In the trailer. Feels like this is an hour and a half of the movie you're telling yes, me right it's, now. A, it's in the whole trailer. Wow. And they sit down and she's like, where's the bride? And she and he goes, ha, 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 you are. By the way, they had just done it. And the <laughs> only reason that she was... They he, just did the nasty. <laughs> she let him in. That's what the point was of this. Like you know, oh. vampires can't do what they oh, want. Unless she invited him. Yes, she you never him a, invite a vampire. She gave him in. an invitation. Have, have they not watched the Lost Boys? Come this, on, no one has. And this Seriously. is in I have. this. I know this is in the trailer. Also, she goes, "He goes, you're the bride." And all of a sudden, this person comes behind this person and just throws their, this like cuts her throat open and just puts into her thing. And they all start drinking blood. 
and only he is the vampire, but everyone drinks blood. Cool. There's only one vampire. Well, that's different. <laughs> it turns out that there's actually three vampires, but like I won't tell you why, but he has to have a certain amount of wives to live. Oh, huh? I and, do too. And, and he's oh, down so he's one. A, he's, a, he's a Mormon vampire. Yes, he's down. Da- he's down one. He needs three, and he's mm, down one. He's, okay. Like his other one killed herself because he doesn't want to be a vampire. Who wouldn't imagine? And like the whole town's around him because the town is like thrives through him. He's been alive forever. And I'm telling you some of the worst fires he'd ever seen in my life. Because fire <laughs> does happen, of course. It's just bad. It there's like you could tell that the unrated version is gonna have like nudity and cussing and stuff because they just cut away from all. Of it. It's like it's. It's strange the way they cut this movie. Like you could cut out all that stuff, but like they they cut this stuff weird where like all of a sudden they're off camera, and like they so you, you can hear their voices dubbed over. It's so like, it's gonna be like one of those. Well, you mother and the way we went. Yeah, we, it's it's, we, we it's kind of like that. There's a woman like she's like because you know their vampires don't care about their bodies. They've been right. around forever. She rises out of this like crazy bath thing. Like you know man, these English manners have way too big things. It's like a pool. <laughs> it's a pool of flowers, but I it's actually those. a bath. She rises out of it and it just cuts down to right, like her neck and away from her. And you could tell the movie's full frontal. You're like, they're <laughs> supposed <laughs> to be titties. Yeah, there. and it's I like know you know they're supposed to. Be, but the whole time, and then like when someone gets killed, it's off camera. You could just hear, <laughs> and when they die, you could tell it was meant to be seen. And like, yeah. I, don't know. I guarantee you, they just cut it in post to make it PG-13 to it, make more money. And it's a horrible cut, and the movie sucks. It's got a 5.2. I put a 5 on it. I mean, I don't know. Like That's, that's like, an That's F. not passing for me. No, it's <laughs> bad. I, I mean, mean, just from watching the trailer, I was not sure this was something I wanted to watch. Yeah. And I don't. maybe I'll try the the unrated version. I definitely if you're going to watch it, I'll watch it. I definitely like won't try the theatrical It's going to be version. better unrated. I don't know if I can. I'm not, I want to watch it again just to see if it's better, but I don't want to waste my time. You yeah, know? I understand. Um, but yeah, a big caution. I wouldn't watch it unless you're just like, it is a vampire movie, but not yeah. a good one. They don't make a lot of good vampire movies, actually. No, they um, besides Breaking Dawn Part 2. You know. That is the best one of the Twilight series, yeah. actually. Um, well, seeing them all, sadly. I was just pulling one out of my butt. Um, but yeah, so that one, I would say we're going to just go on to the next segment. We did okay. two there, and it's gone cool to pretty good. I, um, I shouldn't have wasted one of mine on superhero movies. <laughs> it's okay. People now know. <laughs> we'll go ahead and go to the next segment. This is um, the underrated segment, is what we're going to call it for now. Until I, I think that's a good name. It's to the point. Um, it was Matt's idea, so Matt gets to go first. Um, oh, thank you. We brought so start many, us off. I don't know how many rounds we'll do. Two, three, two, three. Depends on how long it takes. I, mean, I don't care how long it takes. I, just, I don't know. It's our first time, so we're going to try it yeah, out. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's you, pretty cool. Like I said at the beginning, you bring an underrated actor, actress, or a movie, or in the film industry. What? I, mean, I guess you could do yeah. shows too. I mean, yeah, TV shows if you really want. I didn't think about that to right now, so I didn't. I, I didn't um, either. <laughs> but and you bring them, and we need to talk about it. Yeah, I just thought about this because I thought it would be fun for us to discuss some of the people in Hollywood, some of the some of the actors or actresses that do not get enough love. They can be successful. It's not like they're not successful, but I, you know, people that we people that we just think are underrated that don't get enough attention that don't get enough praise um uh, uh and we were talking about this beforehand this is going to be totally subjective i mean we might think somebody gets doesn't get enough love when somebody else might think that they get too much love or what have you so um that's where we're at right now i'm going to kick off the list uh talking about an actor that i love and every single thing that he's in and this actor is an academy award winner um but but i don't think he gets talked about enough He's not a tentpole name. He's not a Tom Cruise or a Brady uh, Brad. Keanu Reeves kind of. He's not like a tentpole name. I'm going to go with Sam Rockwell to start us off. I, I, almost, I almost put him on my list. I love Sam Rockwell. He won an Oscar for three billboards. Um, he's incredible in that movie. Um, he's really incredible in about everything I see him in. I mean, even in a mediocre dumpster fire like Iron Man 2, he's still putting forth the effort. I mean, you got he, he's got... He's got an incredible resume and every single thing he delivers in. You got Moon, you got Matchstick Man, you got um, a, a bunch of great films. And again, he's won an Oscar, but I still don't feel like he's gotten enough appreciation and enough love for how good of an actor Sam Rockwell is. So he is the first one I want to give love to. You agree with me? Disagree with me, guys? No? Sam Rockwell is awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree. He's really good. Is he underrated? He's getting closer to rated, I think. Yeah, now I mean, that yeah, now that he won his Oscar, he's getting a lot of stuff. Yeah, and yeah I've said yeah. in the last five years I've seen him, in a, but I'm not, I'm not saying he's not underrated because he. Did, I don't think he is talked about like like you know, like Brad Pitt and all of them. Like you don't think 
I do. I I personally think, oh, Sam Rockwell's, and I'm going to watch it. Yeah, but I don't too. know. Maybe people think I that. I That's mean, what I'm saying. I don't yeah. think enough people because Jojo Rabbit he was I've great, seen, man. I've seen yeah. him. I've seen enough of his movies that yeah, if I see him in something, mm-hmm. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I don't. I agree, even with a Academy Award, which he deserved. Um, what was that one movie? You see Moon? Is that what's what called? Moon. Yeah. yeah. That's a good movie. That's great, yeah. yeah. He doesn't have many bad performances. I mean, like you said, even in Iron Man 2, which is the worst Iron Man, and he is not a good character, he still brings it. Yeah, like, he He's not has, written well at all. You can tell he still has a good time with it. I yeah. mean... I like all his dancing. Anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I'm kicking off Sam Rockwell. What do you, who, who wants to go next? What do you guys got? I'll go, go with uh, a movie. I've, I've kind of talked about it in the past before. Uh, bring it up occasionally here and there. Um, and that's American Yakuza. Mm, I thought you were going to say Wrath of Khan. I'm like, David, that's not underrated. (laughs) (laughs) American Yakuza. Um, Is this Viggo Mortensen? It is Viggo Mortensen. I'd watch him paint a fence for a couple hours. I thought this was one of his very, very first roles. I mean, as far as movies go, it kind of is. But he... I'm looking at his filmography, and he did a few things before this. Did he do, uh, like, TV movies and whatnot? He did a lot of TV stuff, uh, but he was in Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Mm, mm, he was in, that's a good one. He was in Young Guns 2. Oh, I've I never seen the I second was. one. was. Yes, he I was. I don't remember that. I never seen I only made a second one. But yeah. anyway, this was this was 1993. Um, I saw a couple of reviews. I was looking into this t- uh, the other day. It was I saw a couple of reviews on, on American Yakuza, and... Most people were saying, you know, the story was good. It was, there's a lot of twists and, and turns in it, which it is. Um, but they were like, you know, Viggo Morganson became really big after, you know, like the Lord of the Rings for his acting. For good reason. But they were, but they were saying they should have looked back at this one. Didn't understand why he wasn't bigger earlier after seeing this role. I agree completely. Um, this movie centers around uh, it's really a turf war between uh, the Yaku- the Japanese yakuza and the Italian mob. I think it takes place, it takes place in California, um, and the FBI are wanting to get somebody to infiltrate the yakuza. And I mean, you don't know this till later, but Viggo Morganson is that FBI agent who's trying to get in, mm-hmm. and. The way he does it, he's, he ends up saving the the guy who's ahead of who's the head of the yakuza here in the states. He ends up saving his life, and he takes him in and brings him into the inner circle, basically. Well, Vigo has this job of trying to bring them down, um, but in the meantime, he kind of falls in love with with the Japanese way. He falls in love with a, a Japanese woman, um, and just kind of falls in love with that whole lifestyle. Uh, but he's trying to, there's, there's a line between that and his job that he's supposed to be doing. And like I said, there's a lot of twists and turns in it. Um, overall, just, I really think this is a good movie. I think more people should see it. Um, I do agree I, with you. I don't, I, well, I've never seen it. Sorry. Go ahead. I couldn't find anything really as far as budget and what it made, that type of thing. I wanted to, wanted to know what that was. When I brought this here, but I really couldn't find much on that. I don't think it was very successful. No, I don't either, and it's, it surprises me. Most of the reviews I watch, it's not real high rated. Most of the reviews that I read, everybody was praising this movie as far as the story goes and as far as his acting specifically. And, He's a good actor. And they thought that he you know, underrated. this is probably one of his really first really big roles that people should have taken notice of him, but that came later. Um, but I recommend this highly. I think it's totally underrated. Um, of course, I'm going to watch anything. If it says Yakuza, if it says Ninja, if it says Samurai, I'm probably going to check it out sometime. And this was what happened here, mm-hmm. and I was completely surprised. I saw this probably, I don't know, 95, 96, um, and just really enjoyed it. I still watch it here and there. I own the DVD. It does not have a Blu-ray. Probably because it's pretty underrated. <laughs> exactly. And I think you can might be able to rent it on Amazon. What year does it come out? 93. So history of violence, yeah, I, so think, I think history of violence is, is kind of one of his better performances. Yeah, like too. I said, I th- I think you can probably rent it on Amazon, but I don't know where else you can you can find it at. So it's hard to find. 
Uh, I've been looking for Blu-ray for years. I can't find it. I do have the DVD, but there you go. Let's talk about another underrated Viggo Mortensen movie, Hidalgo. I tell you what, that, that horse <laughs> you just movie like that horse movie. Yeah. I don't know why I like it so much. I'm not <laughs> I like, like it. It was, and it was the pretty road. good. There's a lot of movies been in there. Oh, uh, I love. Pretty good that I are, love this. I love the book. He is a good actor. I will give it to you though, David. I I will agree with you and say this movie is underrated because I had never even heard of it. And I love Viggo Mortensen. I never even heard of this film until you recommended it a couple of years ago here on I the podcast. Awesome. So yeah, American Yakuza, cool. Jordan, what do you got? I'm going with person this time around uh, i'm going with killian murphy i feel like killian murphy is so i gotta take him off my list underrated <laughs> i had him on my list for real um this dude puts out some, i think my favorite movie is 20 days later um it's pretty good yeah he's good. really good in it he, he carries that movie but you know he's in inception have you, you seen know? red eye no yes he, he's kind of a villain and he's, <laughs> yeah. he's weirdly good uh, anyway. yeah. he's in inception he's really good in inception he's yeah. always seen the dark knight as a scarecrow and the dark right. and batman begins he's also in dark knight rises barely as he throws people into cold water yeah um exile and he's really good i haven't watched all of peaky blinders but i've watched some of it he's really he's, he's, that's good in that. he's great in peaky that's blinders. kind of Very a standout good. i think right mm-hmm. now he is and he's really good in quiet place part two he i is. thought he was gonna i thought he was mm-hmm. i thought he was gonna he'd be a villain yeah. when we first started watching that movie and it turns out he did a really good when job he, in that movie i think 20 days later kind of put him on the map but after that he kind of was like that white guy in every movie for a little while mm-hmm. and but he wasn't kinda. being but he wasn't being like shown for it. and then he kind of got to where he's like He's, get, he's becoming that household name. He is so good. He's going to be in the third Quiet Place that just got announced. Um, but Killian Murphy, if he's in something, I'm going to probably watch it because of the fact that he is just hauntingly good and everything. I understand, yeah. Um, he's. I mean, I haven't seen anything that... I haven't seen performance oh, he's in Dunkirk, his. too. Yeah, but he's, he's not that. in that much. Um, but in everything that he's been in that I've seen, which is mostly... And, you know, he's in Tron Legacy. He does his best. <laughs> I mean, that movie's... I like that movie, I guess. But yeah. um, overall, like I said, I think Killian Murphy is just ridiculously underrated for what he is able to accomplish in a lot of his movies. And, and you know, Peaky Blinders, so... Yeah, I really, besides Peaky Blinders, he needs a starring role. Somebody give this man a movie and just let him command it, you know? Well, 20 I, Days Later, but I would say yeah, a starring role. But it's, it's yeah. older, so people might I, I not know I just feel it. like he doesn't get enough. He's more of a supporting character in almost everything he's in, which yeah. he's yeah. he's great, though. I agree with you, Jordan. Like I said, I had him on my list. I, I wanted think to mention him. but I think he'll be a main character in Quiet Place Part 3, luckily. Yeah, and I'm excited to see him play... Uh, Robert Oppenheimer in mm-hmm. Nolan's new film uh, that has a billion people in it, but I hope could, he's obviously the could, title character. It could so. be his star role. Yeah, I hope I hope it focuses on him. Obviously, it has, like I said, it has a billion A-list stars in it, but yeah. I hope it'll be good. That's that's a good one, dude. That's a good one. Um, yeah, Killian Murphy's great. Um, I don't know if I want to talk about an actor or a movie again. Let me talk about a movie real quick. Um, I'm on an island when it comes to this film. Uh, I'm going to talk about a film from 2016. And I only watched this film because I went to the theater to see John Wick Chapter 2. And the theater website had accidentally put up John Wick Chapter 2 for an extra day. And instead they replaced it with this movie. So I ended up seeing this movie by accident because I couldn't see John Wick Chapter 2. And I watched A Cure for Wellness. This has this stars Dane DeHaan and Jason Isaacs. And Mia Goth, who's kind of having a come out year with X and Pearl and a couple Maxine other things. Yeah. Um, and I really, this movie has, and I'm going to tell you, this movie made no money at the box office. It's directed by Gore Verbinski, who did um, the first three Pirates of the Caribbean films. Uh, and he's he's a very, very visual, striking filmmaker. Um, he makes good stuff. And A Cure for Wellness is beautifully shot. It's It's just got this haunting creepy tone throughout the movie. Dane DeHaan plays a businessman who goes to, I think, Switzerland? Uh, I don't know. He, he goes He goes to retrieve the CEO of his successful company in Switzerland because he's at a quote-unquote wellness center, and he goes to retrieve him, and he has a hard time retrieving him from this wellness center. I'm going to keep using quotations there. Um, and he figures out that they're, that everything is not really as it seems, and he just slowly starts to pull on that thread and unravel this mystery. Um, it has a lot of horror elements. It has, um, it has a good mystery throughout. It has um, some fantasy-esque... Um, elements in it. I don't know. I like the tone of the film. I think it's beautiful. I think it's pretty well acted. I don't really care for Dane DeHaan very much as an actor. And this is two years removed from The Amazing Spider-Man 2, and he's god-awful in that movie. But he gives a pretty good performance in this movie. I think it's beautifully shot. I think it's pretty well done. I like the ending of it. Um, Nobody saw it. It has a 6.4 on the IMDb. That's pretty low. 
I think it's pretty solid. I think if anybody hasn't seen it, you should definitely check out A Cure for Wellness. It's one of my, when I think of underrated films, I think it's one of the first ones I think of. Um, have either one of you guys seen this? Yeah, it's just too I made long. You, I made you watch it, didn't I? Yeah, it's good. It's just too long. It has. Um, it's like two and a half hours. And yeah. it's definitely. You said it kind of dips into the sci-fi fantasy. It's very sci-fi fantasy by the end. <laughs> it does, yeah. It kind of embraces um, that. Yeah, which I don't I, think anybody's ever gonna guess what happens by the end. I own it, so. but I still haven't watched it. Watch it. I baby. think uh, Jared Jordan gave me the uh, the digital. Copy it's just a tad too long, but it's good though. I do agree. They could probably trim and it's 10 got or so, Hugo Weaving in it, so that's a big deal. Who Hugo Weaving? Hugo Weaving's in that? Mm-hmm. Pretty well, sure. I don't think he is. I think you're thinking of um, Lucius Malfoy. May I am. Yeah. May I am thinking of him. Yeah. I have no idea. I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are because he's... Um, mm, maybe I am. It's been he's great in it too. It's um, been a minute since David, I've David, watch it. that movie, please. Yeah. And you're um, probably going to hate it after I just talk about it. Put it on my so list. Yeah. Just put it on your imaginary list. Yeah, it's, it's right there. Check mark. Check. There it is. Okay. okay. Um, I'm going to go with an actor who has had a... 50-year career, I would say. Mm. Um, he's been in everything, but most people don't know his name. Jason it's one Clark. Of, it's one of those, okay? Jason yeah. Clark. Yeah, he's had a 50-year career. 50 years from Park, um, Bruce Davison. I know the name. Um, oh, and is if he... you see him, you know who he is. Is he the... Yes, oh, okay. Yeah. I immediately thought of Secretary from X-Men. Me yeah. too, yeah. He's been, okay. he's been in everything and just, you know, oh, yeah. and just made a career out of it, but nobody, you know... Unless you really mention him, it's not, it's not like he has. I agree. He's like a great character actor. He is. He's a great character actor. He's like I said. He's in everything. He's been in La La Land. It says X Men. Um, yeah, he gets, gets blown two. He, he gets course. blown up in you know like uh, into water. Yeah, oh, I thought you meant in La La Land. He gets blown up. I'm like, what are there explosions in La La uh, and, Land? You know, as long as many. It's said here that uh, you know as long as he's had a career and everything, La La Land. He was even uncredited. He's Mia's dad. Yeah, but. He Great was, movie. Oh, he was in La La Land. Yeah. Great movie. Um, he was in Ozark. Uh, just is he? So many different yes, things. Yes, he is. He is. So many different things. It he says, dies. It says, <laughs> <laughs> it says his filmography. He's got 270 titles as, My as, gosh. as an actor alone. Dang. Uh, 337 titles as a director, producer also. You know, that just... So he's had a huge career, long career. Definitely, I think he's... A really good actor. I mean, mm-hmm. he's in all this other stuff, but it's just, you know, unless you're actually thinking about him, know who he is, it's, you know, he's just, you've seen him. Everybody knows what his face looks like, but how many people really know his name? It's one of those things. I understand. Um, That's a good one. There's a trivia here. It said that uh, director Robert Aldridge told him at the beginning of his career to become a character actor. He said, because if you become a character actor, you will act forever. Yeah. And basically, that's what's happened to this guy. Um, I I don't know that he's had starring roles. I've never seen him in as, as a starring role. He's always, you know, a secondary character. He's always somebody's dad or he's, somebody's brother. Yeah, but he, I mean, he's won awards for these for some of these roles. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's I I think he's great in a lot of stuff he does. So, uh, yeah, we'll go with Bruce Davison. Cool. Okay, I'm gonna go with a movie that um, when it came out in 2013, it was very underrated. It's kind of getting rated now. Um, it. Didn't make a crazy amount of money when it first came out. Um, it's got... And the reason I bring this up, I actually read an article yesterday. It's Netflix's number one movie right now. Okay? And from 2013. Netflix's number one movie. 2013 movie? It's on Netflix number one right mm-hmm. now. And I saw an article that said, a movie no one saw but has every has a bunch of superhero people in it. Oh, now you got to tell me. And I said, this movie's great and it's Prisoners. Prisoners was oh, so underrated in 2013. That's the number one movie right now? On Netflix. That is awesome. People are starting to come around and see. Now, this movie is a, got a high rating. Yeah. It doesn't, I but think everybody who sees this film loves it. Yes, but, but in, in 2013, it really. dude, it, it had a budget of, I think, like $46 million, which is kind of low, actually. I thought it would be more. Yeah, and like... Well, maybe it, not for 2013. It now. only grossed 61. Yeah. So, yeah that's it, and, and then it worldwide made 122, so it made its money back. Barely, probably. I mean, it probably you yeah. probably need to make ninety million to make your money back. They might have made thirty off it, but this movie is fantastic. Um, yeah. You got Hugh Jackman, you got Jake Gyllenhaal, you got Paul Dano, who is now well, now Riddler. I have to admit, the first time I saw this, I was like, eh, I mm-hmm. really don't care for it. Mm-hmm. Second time I watched it, I was like, holy crap, this is a great movie. Yeah, it's I got. I think it's incredible. It's, it's incredible, and I mean, of course, if most people have seen it now, it's probably, very slow but though. It too. is slow. It's two and a half hours long, but it has you know. 
um, their daughters get taken, um, Hugh Jackman and um, what's that guy's name? Terrence Howard. Um, Terrence Howard. Daughter get taken, and Jake Gyllenhaal's the detective. And Jake Gyllenhaal in this man, just love him. He's great. Um, we talked about this before because we did Hugh Jake Jackman's Gyllenhaal thing. Insanely good yeah. too. Yes, but he actually like made up this twitch for this character yeah. because he thought the guy would twitch. I was he like, dude, a lot that's of cool so crazy. And, stuff. and he looks good with tattoos. You yeah. know. Anyways, but no, this movie. <laughs> I just couldn't believe, like, I knew that people didn't watch it much in 2013, but I thought by now people loved it, but I, it's probably younger people, but yeah. my, my brother just watched it a little bit ago, and he's 21, but, yeah. and he loved it, of course, because it's great, but I saw these, like, a movie you never saw with a bunch of superhero actors, I'm like, Prisoner? I knew what it was, because it was Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman on right. the front. Yeah, that, was, that's probably just, like, a clickbaity article, yeah, like, you know, you've you, never seen it, it's like, you got Wolverine, Mysterio... And Riddler in the same movie because yeah. Paul Dano's in it, and yeah. so it's like and, and Terrence Howard, Terrence he's in the Howard. First Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, he's not. He he would he would have been Iron Patriot, but he had would've to just, he had yeah. to be whatever happened yeah. there. Way to be greedy, Terrence. And Howard. it's got chick from Suicide Squad, Viola, Viola yeah, Davis. Viola so Davis. technically, yeah. Yeah. there's a lot. She of just that. cries the whole time, and she's barely in it. <laughs> that's but what she does, yeah, that's her um, character. This arc. movie is crazy. It has one of the most ambiguous, awesome endings I've ever seen. You this, just don't know which way it goes. This has one of my favorite movie endings, probably of all time. Hugh Jackman just loses it. Like he's off his rocker. He should have. Probably should have won. I don't remember who. I don't know who won this year. It's a great. I think it was nominated. That's what I'm saying. It didn't get a lot of awards consideration, which I think it won. Like it, it got like a cinematography nomination, and that's it. Which is baffling. I think. To me. I think this might be my second favorite ending. I think my first ending has got to be the mist. Oh. I just, I just oh. love that ending. <laughs> Let's cry for thirty minutes. Yeah. 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 But anyways, I wanted to bring up prisoners. If you haven't seen it, go to Netflix. It's the number one movie right now. Like it's on Netflix. That's so weird. whatever. That's I, weird. I could. I was because I always go to Netflix top ten. Because it isn't whatever, and I always look at it. You know, it had been Wednesday for a while yeah. for TV. Cause that's actually pretty good. But TV, but movies like a 2013 movie because they just got it. I guess. I guess so. Yeah. And everyone just loving it and watching it. So anyway, prisoners, go watch it. If that's you, awesome. If you haven't seen it, it's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I'm gonna go with another actor, uh, and this is an actor who is fairly famous. But I think people are just like, oh yeah, I like that guy. I don't think anybody appreciates that he is a great actor. And I'm going to say Jason Bateman. Um, I think Jason Bateman is fantastic. He's a great fantastic. director. Actually. He is a good director, yeah. <laughs> he is fantastic. I think he's fantastic in everything that he's in. His comi- First of all, his comedic chops are awesome. His comedic timing is great. And I've well, heard people say it's harder to be a good comedic actor than well, it is a good I'm dramatic actor. I'm pretty sure he's been acting since he was in the womb. So, yeah, you know, he's been he at should it be for, pretty good by now. He's been at it for a long time. His comedic chops, his comedic timing is fantastic. And when he delves into drama, like... You have Ozark and other things that he has delved into that is um, that allows him to flex different actors. You ever see The Outsiders? Um, oh, is that that um, HBO? Stephen King the Outsider. I want to watch it's pretty that. pretty good. It's just er, no, that, The Outsider. That's movie. I was like, he's in I The read, Outsiders? I read the book first and I've then watched he, the series. Did he play a detective in that or something? No, no he plays the first main character, really. Oh. The one that gets accused of, of killing. That's a one season off um, thing, right? Yeah, it is. Because it's based on the book. It just goes throughout the whole book. It's really good. I want to watch that, yeah. But I've, anyway, I uh, I've heard that's good. I've heard good things about that. But yeah, Jason Bateman's got great comedic chops. He's got great um, dramatic chops. Anything that he is in, it makes me interested in wanting, and I want to watch it. So um, I think his I first just, directorial debut is Bad Words. That's pretty good. It is. I think so. Pretty yeah. Good, right. Yeah. And now um, he's in Ozark, and Ozark's like you know won so many freaking awards. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Um, so. Yeah, I I think most, like I said, most people like him, but I don't think enough people appreciate how good of an actor Jason Bateman really is. So I'm going to go with him. He directed Outsider, also. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. So. Yeah, he's in Outsider. Yeah, yeah. He actually for, he for does part that of it. Yeah, bit. he's I mean he's, he's in Bad Words too. So <laughs> he is. I mean, <laughs> that's an interesting movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to go with another movie, one that I've mentioned in the past before. Uh, I think it's highly underrated. It's called Last of the Dogmen. Mm, yeah. Um, this has says uh, Tom Berenger, uh, Kurtwood Smith, Barbara Hershey, uh, Wilford Brimley. I mean, how can you go wrong, man? Look at all these all these fantastic. Poor Wilford Brimley's career has been ruined by a diabetes commercial. Yep, you know that. I just, anyway, sorry, guys. Well, he's still he's a great actor, man. Yeah. He was a great he was a great voice actor. Um, this came out in 1995. Um, I want to say the budget on this. Was like two million something, and it made like seven million something. So it wasn't a huge, huge success. But if you look at reviews and things, people really like this movie. Um, I don't think it's got the greatest rating. It might be like a six something or something like that. But um, 
It's uh basically uh it's it starts out it's like Wyoming or something like that. It's a beautiful country. One thing that you if you go into this movie, it is so well shot. The the scenery is just incredible. It's a beautiful beautiful movie to, to just to look at. Um takes place in the backwoods. Uh what happens is these uh convicts escape and uh Tom Berenger is a bounty hunter who's willing to go back into the woods and and hunt for people. So they uh Kurtwood Smith was his uh is the sheriff and was Tom Berenger's uh father in law. But I think uh, his wife died and he kinda blames him for it. So they don't have there's a there's a not a great relationship there, but he will hire Tom Berenger whenever they need tracking and stuff like that. So he hires them to go look for these uh, escaped convicts. And while they're in there, he just kind of finds dead bodies. Um, and eventually what happens, he starts investigating, you know, what he finds an arrow, he finds uh, different things. And uh, so he wants to investigate, you know, why, you know, we're, we're seeing these type of artifacts back there and takes it to Barbara Hershey, who is a, a professor at uh, in Indian sciences at the university and she says, yeah, where'd you find this? You know, that type of thing. And it turns out what's happening is that way, way back in the woods beyond this mountain uh, is a tribe of Indians that is still preserved back in the 1800s. They, they don't know about anything about the, the modern world. They've just been so, back, so far back into the woods that they haven't been touched by the modern world. And that's kind of where this, this movie takes off because... Now, Kurtwood Smith wants to find them or wants to figure out what the mystery is, and, and he, he won't stop at anything until he does. And at the same time, Tom Berenger and, and uh, Barbara Hershey are trying to preserve them and help these people because they've, they've, they've been captured by them, and they've lived among them for a little bit, and they were taken in, and so they want to they wanna protect them from modern society and what's what's coming for them. And so there's this, this whole contrast of, of modern versus versus the ancient world and and as they come together it's just it, it, it kind of infuses into a an action packed type thing and, and it, it's pretty pretty darn good. The story is really good. Um Wilbur Brimfleet Wilbur what is what did I say his name? Wilbur, Wilbur Brimfleet Brimley. Brimley. <laughs> I say Brifley. That's a tough one. Um yes. Um he narrates it. Um he's he's I think he's a character in the beginning of it, but he he narrates a story uh and and of of how this, how, you know, sometimes it's better just to leave these people alone instead of, you know, trying to bring them into the modern world. And it's just, it's a great story. It's beautiful to watch. It's fantastic. I think it's a, I think highly, highly underrated movie. And I think people should watch it. So last of the dog, man, never yeah. seen this. Well, so. either. I know, I don't know about it. Cause hats off uh, to you, David. I've got it on, I've got it in movies that nobody's ever seen. I've got it on Blu-ray. Got it. I had it on DVD. Uh, Kino Lorber just put it out on Blu-ray, so I bought it there. Um, so it's a great, it's a great Blu-ray. Uh, yeah, people should check it out. Cool. Okay, so this is probably the last one with, with our time. That was three rounds. So um, we, I will do an actor. Um, I'm gonna go with Paul Dano. Um, mm, with Paul yeah. Dano now, he's starting to get there. Yes. With he is he is Riddler. Yes. And the Batman, but before that, man, he's I mean he's in Prisoners. He plays some creepy characters, dude. He's in There Will Be Blood. Mm-hmm. He's in Toy with a Slave. He's in... Or I should say awkward characters. He's in Oakjaw, <laughs> which he's, he's really weird in that one. Yeah. Um, everyone's weird in that movie, even Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, he's in Snowpiercer. He's been in a lot of things, but he's a great actor. He does a, he does play a creep well. Mm-hmm. He plays he does, a real good creep. Because um, he's, he's a creep in most everything he's in. But you got to see him more as... Because the Batman, I know it's called the Batman... But really, it's about the Riddler. Um, you you get the Batman, obviously, but the Riddler is kind of your... He's obviously the antagonist. But you get to see... A, you, I feel like you see more Riddler on screen than Batman half the time, which is fine for the movie, but you kind of get to see Paul Dano just off his rocker. Because he's kind of like that in Prisoners, but the whole time, you don't know if he's really a bad person or he's just, he's just like... Hugh Jackman's bad, just going crazy. Mm-hmm. You don't really know. And then yeah. by the end, you find out who's right and who's wrong. But as the Riddler, you know this dude is just crazy um and as you go through his filmography he's just kind of there and he does well every time he's in it and i think after this there will be blood was a really good movie yes. man. Uh, of course 
Daniel Lewis is great and everything. Right. So it's like he carries that. What? Name, name one bad movie. Daniel Lewis carries. He's underrated. Yeah. <laughs> he carries everything he's in. So it's tough when you're with Daniel Lewis, I guess. But um, he just, he's, I think after this movie, he's going to start getting more of those roles. He's even, I think he's got more roles coming up um, that he's got going. But I really do think that Paul Dano's not really looked at as much of any. He's, like, he's going to be that new Fableman's. Um, I think he has a, mm, Yeah, I've heard that's pretty good. He has a chance to really shine in that. Um, I guess he's in the guilty, just the voice though. But it doesn't, that doesn't surprise me. He's in a lot. He's been in more Jake Gyllenhaal stuff since Prisoners. Yeah. Um, but I think that he's really good, and I think that the Riddler has shown, well, the Batman, but as the Riddler has shown that he can do it, um, on a bigger level than he's given. Because I think his biggest role before that was probably the prison, probably Prisoners, as far as like screen time. Um, because he really he was a he was a focal point in that movie because everyone thought he did it. Mm-hmm. Um, did he? I don't know. Go out to the movie. Um, it's almost ten years old, but mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but definitely Paul Dano. If you see him in anything, he's usually he usually crushes it. I mean, there's a couple movies that I haven't seen that you know, but whatever. He's still good in everything that I've seen him in. So um, that's the end of the underrated segment. Let us know if you like it. We can do an overrated segment. We can even do a rated segment, which mm-hmm. means that it is very much what you think it is. Um, an overrated. I've got plenty of overrated stuff. Um, I I thrive on overrated stuff. That's underrated true. is a little harder. I'll just off the top of my head, I can think of a couple things. Yeah. Um, and people. Um, so underrated is a little tougher. So I find that to be fun. Uh, overrated is a little bit easier for me. Maybe not for everybody else. Yeah. Um, I mean, we could do this again sometime. If we see. Yeah. You know, we can just watch a movie and say, oh, so and so, they don't get enough credit or whatever. There's a ton of people out there that mm-hmm. like. Like you kind of said, character actors are even bigger names like Killian Murphy, Sam Rockwell, Paul Dano's becoming a big name. Those type of people, you could even put Vigo in there even after Lord of the Rings. Like he's kind of after. Yeah, he does a lot more independent stuff. Yeah, now, Crimes though. of Future, yeah. I know, but like after Lord of the Rings, like he didn't really do much. I mean, not in his. It's not like he didn't made want to. He, he has did a lot of independent. He hasn't anything to that scale now. Yeah, and so you could even go there. So it's it's subjective, um, but I do like. I think it's interesting to go down that road. So, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 for sure. This was fun. Yeah, I like talking about. I don't know. I just like giving love to films and actors and actresses that don't get enough love. Um, but yeah, anything else you boys want to add before we roll on out of here today? Merry Christmas. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, we won't have one on Christmas probably. Right. So it'll be that's true. It'll be that's a week true. or two. But so Merry Christmas from us. Yes. Hope everybody has a wonderful, this safe, will happy come, holidays. This will come out couple days before Christmas, so yeah, three or four days before Christmas. So that's nothing like this for your Christmas. I don't know. We did a Christmas dra- draft <laughs> we, last week. We so. did do a Christmas episode. If you want to listen to that, just knock yourself out. Um, but yeah, that will do it for this episode. Um, thank you guys for listening so much. If you guys want to reach out to us and let us know um, some of your favorite underrated actors or actresses or films um, or what have you, you can do that. We are on Facebook at Movie Matrix Podcast, or we are on Twitter. If Twitter's still up and running, who knows with Elon? Um, we're on Twitter at Movie Matrix Pod. Uh, hit us up. Let us know what you guys thought about this episode or any of our episodes for that matter. But until next time, signing off for Matt Jordan and David. We will see you guys then. Peace.